BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Happer and Shaper. It says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why, why are you yelling at me? Whatever, make me a bicycle clown. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Schaefer. My boy's awake and smart. This is Happer and Schaefer. Welcome back in 10 o'clock hour of Happer and Schaefer here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer, Mike Schaefer with you. Yesterday, I crunched the numbers. A number crunched. And I have produced the data that everyone has been waiting for. This... <laughs> That only been waiting. They didn't yeah. know. Actually, I only thought about it yesterday, so I don't think anybody's actually been waiting for this. I could tweet it out too, and maybe people would find it interesting. Um, but the spreadsheet that tracks how Nebraska does running the quarterback compared to how they do running with the running back, the results in those games, and things like that. It, it came up a lot last year. I started doing this last year, but, I track, but I've tracked it for each of the three years, and now four. Um, and it came up last year because we came to understand that basically, A, they were running Adrian Martinez too much. B, when they were running Adrian Martinez, it kind of seemed like that was the last-ditch effort, and they usually lost most of those games. Um, and that information turned out to be true. So, Schaefer, Let's just to it. give you a reference point here. In 2018, Scott Frost's first year at Nebraska, the running backs ran the ball out of the, um, I don't know, over 400 times that Nebraska ran the football. Not an exact number. Do you but want me over, to look for the exact numbers? It's 283 plus 163 plus 12, whatever that is. Don't try and figure that out in your head right now. It's going to be right in the neighborhood of four something, right? Like 478. 283 plus 163 plus 12. 458. Dang. Out of the 458 times Nebraska ran the ball in 2018, 61.66% of those carries went to running backs. I would say that that was Scott Frost's best offensive year at Nebraska. 
I would agree. 35.51% of those carries went to quarterbacks, a.k.a. Adrian Martinez. Um, And I would still say that's a little much for my liking. A little much for my liking. Wide receiver tight ends accounted for that much percentage of carries? 2.61. Man. Interesting. I mean, there's only 400-some. 12 of them were to wide receivers. No, I have to Wait till 2019 when Wondell Robinson well, shows yeah, up. That's, that's going to skew. skew some numbers. So in that season, Nebraska, Nebraska's running backs ran the ball compared to the others, other positions of the team, 61.66% of the time. In the games, the specific games in which Nebraska ran the ball with the running back more than that percentage, more than about 60% of the time, there were seven of them, they went three and four. In the games in which uh, they ran, uh, I'm sorry, with the running backs, with the running backs more than 61.66%, they were three and four. When less, they were one and four. When less, they were one and four. In 2019, that number declined for running backs to 45.23. So 16% drop with the wide receiver wide receiver share going up at least 9%. That is correct. Uh I mean, yeah, 15% exactly. actually. Yeah. Yeah. It went up 15%. Yep, 17.2 okay. uh and quarterback share going up slightly as well to 37%, over 37% that year. Uh <laughs> the number in 2020 declined even further for the running backs as you can imagine with the uh with the emergence of Luke McCaffrey. Uh, running backs only ran the ball in 2020 for Nebraska 37.5% of the time. 37.5% of the time. And quarterbacks ran it 48% of the time. Wide receivers, almost 15. And even still, even still, the numbers still bear out to be if you run it more with the running backs, and even more than that very, very low bar, they had some success. More than 37.5%. They were 2-1 and one in those three games in which they did it. Five games in which they did run it. More with the quarterback, less with the running back. 1-4. and four. And that brings us to 2020. Any guesses? Uh, for a running back percentage. Running back carry percentage. So you had already said it gotten better. Um, and it definitely gotten better than 2020. Yes. Yeah, so they were at 37 percent at the low end. Yeah, exponentially better. To what was their 2019 total again? 45.23 percent. I'm gonna guess that it finished at 48 percent. That'd be incorrect. Oh well, how incorrect? Uh, you're quite a ways off still. Wow. So yeah. Above 50. Above 50. Wow. 50. Above 60. No. That's right. That's incredible. Yeah. That's even with the Logan Smothers 22-carry game. The shares look very similar to 2018. Wow. The shares look very similar to 2018. Um, Now, the games, the game splits look really weird. Okay. So, Nebraska, with their running backs this year, um, ran it 61.48% of the time. Just slightly under what they did in 2018, just slightly under with the running backs. With quarterbacks, they ran it 35.04% of the time. 
just slightly under what they did in 2018. Uh, and with wide receivers, it was slightly over 17 carries compared to 12 carries for wide receivers from 21 to 18. Now, oh, I, I know this is hard to kind of listen to on radio. I don't know, maybe you need to listen to it like four or five times. And I'll tweet the spreadsheet out too so people will kind of look at it. Um, so I, I take that baseline number, the 61.48%, and then I see which games they did over or under that. So games in which the running back carry share was over 61.48%. So you ran it more than that with your running backs. There were seven games, and Nebraska went three and four in those games. All three of their wins. Now, I don't know if this so is the reason why. Fordham, Buffalo, yeah. and Northwest. Yeah, and, and some of the stats were skewed because of those right, games. Yeah. I think we figured out yesterday that... Can um, I guess what their four losses were? That a significant amount of their percentages... Um, or the significant amount of their actual rushing yards, like a good chunk of their rushing yards actually came from those because they ran for over 400 against Northwestern this year, which right. I forgot about. Yeah. Um, I, so It really skews things. So Nebraska sure. played five games in which the running backs ran less than 61.48% of the time. Um, four. And their record in those games was 0-5. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, they went three and nine this they year. They went three and nine. I tried to give them a four and eight record. People forget that Nebraska. I'm not went sure which win I I erroneously tried to give them. Three and nine this year. They won zero games in which they went over. They they basically basically they ran the quarterback too much. Okay, so those five games would have been the the ones that immediately come to mind for me. Purdue. Let me check. Uh, actually, no, really. Purdue had Purdue. You only ran the ball twenty nine times. Oh, that's because times. Adrian was sort of hurt and he didn't run it very much himself. Adrian had ten carries for eighteen yards in that game. Yeah. Okay. I Purdue was like the one. So that Purdue I and Minnesota are the are the weird games here because they lost both those games, but and the carry but the share was high. Didn't run it much. because Adrian was hurt both of them, right. but he still played. Adrian had eight carries for minus seventeen yards against Northwestern. Or um, I'm sorry, Minnesota. And and ten carries for eighteen yards. So against we Purdue. know that Minnesota and Purdue are two of those losses. Illinois would be another one of those losses well, where Adrian didn't run it, uh, or where they ran it over sixty percent of the time with running backs. No, no, Illinois. I am just it, off. I it, cannot. So <laughs> I can't do this in my head as well as I thought I would have been able to. The games in which Nebraska came in under the sixty-one percent. Mm-hmm running back carry share. And usually they came in pretty dramatically under. Yeah. Illinois. Okay. 50%. Adrian ran it 17 times that game. I had him down in my head for 12. Okay. Good job, Mike. Adrian ran it 17 times for 111 yards. That was 75 most of, it. of which came on one play. That is correct. Uh, Fordham, Buffalo, you went over. Those, those checked out fine. Yep. Oklahoma. He didn't run it that much that day. But. They didn't run it that much. They didn't run it that much. He ran it 17 times, he being Adrian Martinez. Way more than I remember, and he had like 38 yards or something, 34. Right? Yeah. 17 carries for 34 he yards. He had 17 carries in that game. That is correct. You could have told me seven, and I would have been like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> 17. 17 carries in that I, game. It, it stacks up quick. It stacks up quick. Now, I got sacked a few times, and yeah. yep. that that is included here. Um, Michi- <laughs> Michigan State. <laughs> 
Sacked a few times. Michigan State. Running backs ran it 46% of the time to Adrian Alone's 48. Yeah. It was 24 to 23, just carry share, and then three wide receiver carries as well. Adrian had 21 carries for 72 yards and two touchdowns um, in a game in which he was playing with a broken jaw for the majority And just of it. basically at least a third of those carries were he had to run for his life because he got sacked seven times yeah. in that game. The offense was completely broken after he left and came back. Yeah. And they still should have won the game. Still scored twenty points. Northwestern came in clean. That was that was fine. Seventy one percent running back carry share in that game. Uh Michigan came in clean. Michigan should have been a win. Too. They stayed on track that game. Yeah. And when we look back at it, that was Nebraska's best game this year. Now yeah. the, the, the defense was that, was that was probably the best game for the offense this year. Yep. Um, um it was it was basically on schedule. Adrian ran it eight times for thirty eight yards. Um, and a touchdown, but they did some good stuff in the screen game. Running backs ran it 21 times for 81 yards total. Ramir Johnson had 67 of them. Yant added in uh, 14. Uh, Trey, Falk, and Betts added up to 21 on three carries in that game. Uh, Minnesota checked out. They came in over. Purdue, they came in over. Under games, the... Two out of the final three. Ohio State, as is tradition for Adrian Martinez, carrying the bulk of the load that day, 18 carries for him. And Iowa, Logan Smothers with 24 carries on that fateful afternoon in Lincoln. That was 39% running back carry share. So once again, the information bears out that, and, and I guess I don't, I wouldn't have thought that if after we all kind of calculated it up that that it would look that normal, I suppose. But you consider the ups and downs of the season and injuries and stuff like that. That's kind of the way it turned out um, as a cumulative. But um, the stats tell us the same thing. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc even when nebraska doesn't have a running back that they can trust or that they feel like can get 100 yards on a on an eight on a given day and i don't think they felt like they had that this year now maybe the guy that they could trust is ramir johnson but I don't know that they thought that he was going to like, you know, go for 120. Even when they don't have that, Nebraska still has more success 
when they don't run the quarter. They don't lean as heavily on the quarterback as they previously had. And this even speaks to what you're talking about. There's a full yard difference between their average per rush in 2018 and their average per rush in 2021, which over the course of, you know, that's true. Hundreds of carries like that's a big difference across the season. Like that, that shows you that there was a lack of explosive run plays for Nebraska, which really, I mean, if you take out some of those Adrian scrambles, like just their lack of explosive run from design plays is pretty startling. If you if you manipulate it, like, and if you kind of if you don't include Ford and Buffalo and Northwestern, I mean, it looks real bad. Yeah, <laughs> it look, it looks really pretty bad. And if you take out some explosive plays from the season, those numbers shrink down. Well, if you're just if like you, okay, so the 75 yard touchdown against Illinois came on a pass play. Yeah. The 71-yard run against Buffalo came on a pass play. The two big runs against Michigan State came on a pass play. Like, designed runs for Adrian weren't that explosive this year, aside from the Northwestern game where they just couldn't – they never were in the neighborhood of him on several of those quarterback options. They're just better. I mean, they're flat – I mean, there's four years of data here. They're just flat out better when they don't lean on the quarterback to run the ball as much as they do. And yet they continually do it. Well, and the sad thing is, like, I don't even, I wasn't even armed with this data in 2019, and I was just right. You were beside myself about right. what they were doing with Mills, <laughs> right? And then, of course, you see the Wisconsin game, and you're like, you could have done that against Purdue, and you didn't. And then they get into 2020, and immediately in the first game against Ohio State, okay, maybe that's you can't run the ball with them that much because you're trailing. Northwestern, I guess he gets injured, and at that point, the whole thing's derailed comes back for Minnesota, they don't use him, and then he finishes his career with an incredible game yeah. where they're like, yeah, here's 28 carries. Week before, 14. Right. And, like, long stretches in between them. It's odd. Yeah. I, I don't know. They're so out of whack, and it, it, it speaks to a level of a bunch of different There's things. There's no – and this is eventually, I think, where we got to this when we were unearthing this information, or, you know, just – Piecing together this information, that, not earthing, like piecing together the information last year. Like, eventually, where you get to is it feels like there is so much emphasis, and, and, and this can be a good thing at times too, but there's so much emphasis on doing whatever it takes to get a first down here and a you know, a touchdown on this drive. I mean, they're in so many close games, you could hardly blame them, right? But over a long period of time, it's yielded the results it's yielded, right. which is, you know, quarterbacks being hurt yep. a whole bunch. Which isn't insignificant relative to the losses themselves because that adds into a loss. Quarterbacks being hurt and volatility as far as consistent I mean like you there's no consistency yeah. offensively because you're so solely dependent on one person at one position and that's not it doesn't include the running backs right it doesn't it doesn't include yeah. the conventional run game it's it's your quarterback and specifically it's one guy I mean that's Adrian Martinez's entire career right there that's four that's four years and he obviously he missed some games and there was some like the Smothers game and the Luke game in 2020 where you know he ran the ball they ran the ball a whole bunch but this is Adrian's career this is i mean 35% of the carries this year 48% of the carries in 2020 almost 40% in 2019 and 35% in 
And that's just in the run game. Yep. That's on top of him doing everything else in the pass game. That's like 85% of your offense. I'm pretty sure that's how that math works out. That's why if you do move to a more pocket-passing quarterback, it dramatically shifts this offense regardless of how they want to talk about you know, that they're not going to be that different. Look, if you you don't have to cut that much for things to look really, really different. And they're going to have to figure out how to run the ball, just straight run the ball better yep. than they certainly did this year. Yep. So I, I think this year was the lowest average over the last four for yards per carry for the running backs. Oh, I don't have that Or even just with the running game in general. I think 4.4 4 is their lowest. 4.47, four, uh, 5 Five one in two thousand twenty, four seven flat in in nineteen. So it's a hair better than nineteen, yep. and okay. five five two in in eighteen, which is obviously a very good number. <laughs> Divine and Zigbo had a lot of explosive runs that year, and, and and you know you could build your offense on the idea that you're going to be quote unquote explosive. You know you can you can have that. Explosive plays are a part of what you do, and I think Nebraska did it well from the passing game side of it this year. You were just running through all the plays. But they couldn't lean on it at all from the run game side. And, and they, they have ha- a single rush from a running back over 30 yards this year. Not one. They're, they had two, uh, you know, a- they had more than two. Adrian had several. The but, Yant run wasn't 30? Uh, yeah, excuse me, I missed that one. He had 64. Yeah, there you go. That's your one. Yeah. He, he might have had two over 30, now that I'm thinking about it. Two both in that Northwestern game, yep. I think. <laughs> but Ramir Johnson's long 29. Steps long, 19. Uh, Irvin's long, 21. Savion Morrison, and this is where I'm, like, there's a lot of people that feel like he's going to go tear it up at Kansas, and I'm a little more skeptical. His long rush of the season was nine. Who's that? Morrison. For a guy that we talked about being a home run hitter, I never saw it. And I know some of it is things weren't always blocked well. Yeah. He also didn't break tackles, make people miss. Yeah, he he rarely got the opportunity. Yeah, he only had 30 carries, so yeah. it's a small sample size. Yeah. I don't know. But those came against Fordham, Buffalo. Like It wasn't like you were going against Michigan's defense. It's a good flyer for Kansas, I think. Yeah, I don't think he's not worth taking. I'm just saying I'm not sure that this is going to stack up as like one of the greatest misses in Nebraska history. Uh, Texter says this um, on the Sarder Hammond text line, way more quarterback tackle for loss in 21. I don't actually have those, um, but I I could check on that. Come on, guys. You're manipulating the stats for personal gratification. Good thing the majority of the seven listeners. Wow, geez. Um, Well, no, I'm not. I've done this for each of the last two years now, and we have four years' worth of data. I'm not manipulating anything. These are just what the stats are. The, like that. Sorry, I mean quarterback loss, quarterback losses, quarterback sacks count in the run game. Yeah, they counted, sure what, but they've counted each of the last four years. What's the manipulation? That's I'm not manipulating there? anything. This, this is just what the stats are. It's, I'm just presenting them. He's presenting. I'm presenting. Um, I, 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 and I don't think the, I don't think the thought on it changes. This is all the thought on it is that they're more successful when they're not reliant on their quarterback run game. The, this the experiment much. started with the hypothesis that Nebraska was and better this was last season, right? At the end of last season, well, maybe in the middle of last season, was better on offense when they didn't lean as heavily on the quarterback. That was the hypothesis. And it has turned out four times in a row to be true. <laughs> They yeah. just are. 
Like that that's not that's not manipulating anything. That's just the, you know the fact of it at this point. So, so and it's multiple wins each season, right? Like it's not like it's a I mean, you could do the I, I could total it up the over and under the number like the the under I know it's hard to follow, but the under running back carry share in 2000 when they when they came in under that number was 1 and 4. In 19 it was 1 and 5. In 20 it was 1 and 4. In 21 it was 0 and 5. So 1 and 9. And this this is an arbitrary two number. And 13. This is a not an arbitrary number. This is a statistic that is equaled out on end of the season. So it moves yeah. based on how good or bad you are as a whole. So the number in 2020 was 37% and they still came in below it five times. Yeah. So three, they three went one times. and four in those games. They won, they won three, three games, games over this, four years yeah. in which they run it too much with the quarterback. Yep. That's basically the stat. <laughs> and yeah, some of it has to do with when the when you play those uh, those opponents, you can run it more, and you're not as dictated to, right. and all that stuff. And, and you, you have ha- leads in those games, and et cetera. Yeah, but it, it also goes to prove this point: when game script is not on their side, they're horrible. Uh, they're they're flat out horrible when they don't have things going right for them. I mean, I know this is very very closely mirroring a basketball conversation that we've yeah. been having over the last two weeks. But when it's not going well for them, it falls apart because they're designed to win one way. Because they're designed to win one way, and that way so far in the first four years has been with the quarterback run. That's what their whole offense has been designed around. That needs to change, obviously, in 2022, and I think it will. I, I think that's why you kind of are revamping it a little bit. Um, it's personally well, the, the general principle is that that's not what the offense is supposed to be, but it's what it has become because it has to make up for everything that it can't be. Correct. Which is the lack of explosive plays in the other parts of the running game, or in 2020, the lack of downfield wide receiver threats or all those different things. It is personally the reason why I would like to see Nebraska just take that option off the table in 2022. I don't want them to be able to really run with the quarterback because I'm too scared they'll push that button. Scott Frost is like, ooh, there's a big red button. It says quarterback run, and I like to press it a whole bunch. I just don't want to have the button in the room anymore. No more button. So, so that's why I like Keaton Slovis. Like That's why I like Miles Brennan, you know? Um, a guy who can distribute it, throw it, um, throw it accurately, and maybe doesn't have quite the athletic ability and playmaking ability that Adrian Martinez had, and at to- that has at times over the last four years really propelled Nebraska to any wins that they might have, but also hurt them because they pushed the button too much. <laughs> the button. Yeah. The button has been slammed. Got to take the button out. A whole bunch of times. Uh, same guy who is a critical earlier says, what's the percentage of quarterback runs without sacks? I don't have that information because they don't keep it in college football. Quarterback sacks count as runs. Well, you could just subtract the amount of sacks total from the overall but do rushing they, number. Do they have yards? Because I have the yards care. I have the yards percentage to too. Here. So... Like there, yeah. I mean, the Minnesota game, for example, he had minus seventeen, I believe, rushing yards. Adrian did, and those were you know based on sacks. But I don't know that that was like for this. This is actually a pretty good example for it. The Minnesota game, Adrian Martinez had eight carries for minus seventeen yards. Obviously, he got sacked a few times in that game. I don't have the number straight in front of me. However, 
I don't think it's all that. I, I do think it's pretty indicative of I have what sacks and yards. Okay. So it'd be 20 sacks and 148 yards lost. Okay. Well then I can, I can factor that in in just a second, but I, I, don't, I don't think it changes much. I don't think it was not indicative of what they were doing with him that day. He wasn't running, right? Yeah. It wasn't just that he was getting sacked. He wasn't running. Why? Because he was hurt. Why? Because they run him too much. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, we can factor the numbers in. I'm just going off bulk rushing numbers. And by the way, this is not this is not minimally, you know, tied in here. This is the whole season. And now it's four years' worth of data. Yeah. It's um, 44 games. Right? 44? No. What, what's the record now? Uh, They played... It's... it's they were three and five last 49 year, three and games. nine this year. So the six and seventeen. They were four and eight the first year. So that's uh, ten and twenty-five. And they went five and seven. So they are fifteen and thirty-two. So forty-seven games. Cool. Got it. I didn't have the brain power to figure that one out. Yeah, I had to. You know. I have a spreadsheet that tracks that too. Fifteen and thirty-two feels like their record. Uh, the total is 15 and 29 from what I have. And that would be 44 games as I originally thought. 29, 15 and 29. Yeah. I'm really bad at math. <laughs> I just need to give up. All right. Done. You guys have any thoughts on that? Love to hear them. 402-464-5685. But it is time to give away the chip and dip. Call right now. 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Mike Schaefer has a trivia question for you that he will ask coming up after the break. And if you get said trivia question correct, you will win Mike Schaefer's helmet that holds chips and also dips. Two trays for dip. Double the dip. So call right now, 402-464-5685. We'll do that coming up next. Follow Connor and Mike on Twitter, at Connor Happer. At Mike J. Schaefer, you're listening to Happer and Schaefer. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc 